This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. (laughs) Welcome to A Study in Literacy, I'm Luke. I'm Jill. And we have a guest again. Because we can't get enough of them and they won't leave us alone. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Badgering you guys. Let me on. Let me on. That's what that noise is every week on the door. Let me in. Let me in. Uh, Yeah, this is Phoebe from Wardini Books, Bookstore of the Year 2020. Oh, yep. Get in there. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the word. Not clout. Is it clout? Yeah, clout. Clout clout. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll make up words as well. Mm. It's fine. Sweet. Yeah, we do. And because it's a word-related show, Mm. it's allowed. allowed. It is allowed. (laughs) Just like if we happen to end up on food and travel, they're words. It's allowed. (laughs) I still don't know how we keep ending up on that. Because food is young. Because I like food and you like travel. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of our books talk, like, they have food in them. They do. And travel in them. Yeah. That's my defense. Yeah. I like how you guys are already on food and travel. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey. Almost a minute in. Almost a minute in. It's a new record. (laughs) Goodness. If only we could mention the blue curtains as well. No, we need to find a right time for that. (laughs) Why do you think the curtains were blue? I don't know. No one does. No, that's that's a big secret. Yeah, that's still marked on it. So, you know, with poetry, when they tell you that you're right or wrong, mm. and you're like, why are the curtains blue? It's like, no one knows. The poet <laughs> probably rhymed it nicely. Mm. But teachers are teachers. Ah, yeah. Now no, I get yeah. the reference. Yeah. yeah. The curtains are blue because I wanted them to match the carpet, too. Ooh, blue carpet? Actually, my grandma, her house had blue curtains and blue carpet and blue wallpaper because she really likes blue. Ah, my place has sort of greenish blue mm. carpet. Mm. It'll get redone at some I'm like point. I'm like trying to think what colour my carpet is and I can't. <laughs> I think mine's grey. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't actually pay attention no, to yeah. their carpet. Everyone knows what colour their wallpaper is. My mm. carpets have a lot of stains in them. Right. <laughs> some from me, some from before I moved in. Okay. Yeah. Excuses. No. <laughs> The one thing that depressed me was the day I spilled my coffee twice in the same place. And I was like, seriously? Like, I've just cleaned that. So the second time I was like, eh. It's a sign. <laughs> just put a bucket down in there and it can be your offering to the coffee fairy. Oh, yeah. It was definitely a thing. Don't look that up. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I might put my phone on silent though before so, I forget. Oh, that's a really good idea. I, I will... Do I did that earlier? <laughs> yes, totally professional. Did. So the the point of this today, this today show today <laughs> today's show is the point of mm. you. Hi, hello, Hi. hello. <laughs> cool. Uh, you have a show on Radio Kidnappers as well. I do. Uh, tell tell us, tell everyone. I basically I do a lot of interviews with queer people and stuff like that. It's it's a, called Coming Out. I'm really sad because I didn't call it the Gay Agenda, and I think that would have been a <gasps> better name. Oh, you can change. Good. Can I change you the name? Change I'm it. calling it to the Gay Agenda. I'm changing yeah. it. Okay, you hear yeah. it here first. I'm yeah. changing the name. Previously known as. And you'll see it on the website probably next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Because I think that's such a good. That name. Is such a good name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I do. I host a like. A, LGBT radio show, mm-hmm. and I talk about uh, LGBT stuff, basically events going on, and I interview people, mainly authors and stuff like that, because yeah. they're easy to talk to. Yep. Yeah. The uh, the interview with Luca was interesting to listen yes. to. Oh, you listened to that? Uh, oh yeah, I listened to all of them. Oh cool. Um, I, <laughs> he I, does prep. <laughs> I used it both as an entertainment venue 
avenue as well as an educational point of view mm. because I I don't know <laughs> things <laughs> and you've got to hang out with everyone because everyone misses out on a little bit of information. Mm. So yeah, taking in new information that you didn't know before or that you knew a little bit about, but having someone who is actually part of that world yeah. and able to confirm or deny and just uh, they know better than you do, really. Mm. Yeah, well, they've lived it and things mm. like yeah, that. So that's right. That's interesting. Uh, so, uh, as uh, as we do with uh, all of our interviewees, what uh, what you read and what you do isn't all you. Mm. It's not uh, everything that you are. So, tell us about yourself. Uh, things that you want to uh, talk about: your life, growing up, um, community, anything like that. Oh, okay. What makes you? What makes you you? <laughs> what makes me me? Um, first, because of the LGBT show, that's the first thing on my mm. mind. So I'm I'm bisexual. Mm-hmm. I like to help out people in the community who are also queer and things like that because I find that is a thing that needs. Uh, support and stuff yeah. like that. So I like representation, especially yes. is my main. I, if you've listened to the show, I talk. I think I bring yes, it up like every so. single yeah, it's thing. A good, it's a good thing to bring. Yeah, up. yeah it's something that shouldn't be forgotten. Mm, yeah, I think it's really crucial. So there's that, um, and um, because it's like the pink elephant thing. <laughs> you've been like, so it's not all about books, and now all I'm thinking about is books. <laughs> so, well, well book, books is a big part of your show. Yes. Yeah, and so do you have a favorite book that has like? made your life go in a certain way or made you think, hey, this has opened my eyes to something. You stole my question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look at that. Jill somehow managed to do Luke's prep with him. (laughs) You have a psychic bond now. (laughs) That's actually a little scary. (laughs) Um, I think... The first book I read that was like, oh wow, this has had like a really big impact on me was actually The Outsiders by E.C. Hinton. I that. Yeah, which is not a LGBT book because she got really. It's, this is a tangent, but like on tangents Twitter, tangents are fine. Tangents we are love fine. Them. Okay, cool. <laughs> like someone was like, oh, they read it as a queer relationship between a couple of the characters, mm-hmm. and she went off her nut <laughs> about it. She was like, how could like just wow. they're just some straight boys basically, and it's like, why why are you so upset about this? Why? Does it matter mm. how someone's interpreted your piece yeah. of work? Yeah, Isn't true. that the point of art? Mm, exactly. And <laughs> it's not like so. it's a terrible in, um, interpretation, you'd no. yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was definitely, I remember reading that and being like, <laughs> wow, that's, that's a, that was a really good book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, we, we studied that for our uh, English class mm. one year at high school. And uh, all when, when I talked about it at home, my mum just kept, Going, oh yeah, the film. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's the book. We're studying the book. I don't care about Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's not even a big role in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's what everyone yeah. knows him for. They're like, oh, it's that one film that Tom Cruise was in. Mm. He was a I did not know that he was in it. Mm. Yeah. Not that it would make me watch it or not watch it. I don't really care when mm. it comes to him, but it's didn't know he was in it. years since I read that book. Mm. I, haven't, I was actually in a secondhand bookstore earlier and I saw it and I was like, I have a copy, but I kind of want to buy that copy. <laughs> Sometimes you do want that other mm. copy because it's just slightly different mm. or something. Or it's an ultimate cover. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or it's I got like something fancier on it. <laughs> I both love and hate it because I love, usually the alternative cover is the cooler one, but then I think, you're making me pay for the same thing twice just because you know I'll buy it. <laughs> you know I will. Yeah. <laughs> 
I thought that when they brought out all the Harry Potter books in the house oh. colors, I was like, oh, oh my God, I right. need the yeah. set in Slytherin. And then I was like, no, Joe, no. <laughs> You've had the set twice in different covers. You don't need a third. Sure you do. <laughs> no, I, I refrained. Meanwhile, but I feel pub- like if they're in a secondhand bookshop, I could convince yeah. myself. Mm. Meanwhile, behind a desk, the publisher's going, more, more, more. <laughs> what else can we do? Give us more money. <laughs> So what what about the outsiders appealed to you or stuck out to you? I think it was because I like things that encourage me to see things from different perspectives, mm-hmm. and it was seeing it like um, from a poor like the whole uh, classism and stuff like that and stuff right. like that. It was really interesting seeing the side of a a gang that's actually quite sensitive and why they stick together as a group of people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Whereas I would probably because I was like twelve or thirteen when I read it the first time, and I'd have like preconceptions of people who were in that sort of stuff. And then I was like, actually, because you think of you think of a a greaser or teddy boys as my grandmother knew them as because she taught over in England as well Mm. as over here, but they were known as the teddy boys over in England. The black jackets, Mm. they always had a switchblade or something. Really? Yeah. Yeah. To me, teddy boys makes me think of boys that carry around their teddy bears, and I'm more like. Picked on non-stop <laughs> because they have teddy bears with I, them. I think of teddy boys and England and I think, oh, they all were a big fan of Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, she um, she had to knock one out once because he uh, took a swing at her. Oh! Yeah, she was a new teacher in there and um, what no one could have known is that she had uh, been the... What was she? What was she? What she call it? The timekeeper, I think, for uh, the boxing club at, at a previous school, mm. and she'd picked up a few things just from watching. That's awesome. And <laughs> she comes in and starts introducing herself. Was she did physics and mathematics, mm-hmm. and uh, she was walking in front of one of the boys' desks, and he suddenly stood up, knife in hand. And she just goes wham right in the solar plexus. <laughs> Because ah. you expose that little bit, you're going down. Yeah. Because it's a soft little fleshy bit, totally unprotected. And she just went wham, took him down and one hit. And she said, I am not here to teach you boxing tips. <laughs> now someone go and get the matron. I'm here to teach you mathematics and physics so that you can grow up to be workable members of society. Oh, amazing person. Oh, rest oh, in yeah. pieces, teddy boys. Oh. <laughs> But from then on, they would uh, they would walk her to the train station after afterward. She mm. gained their respect uh, yeah. instantly. <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love that story. Like mm. thinking of it from the boys' point of view. Oh, how was school today? I got knocked out by my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I did a bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying fault. to be naughty. Yeah. She kind of, you know, I may or may not have tried to stab at my teacher. <laughs> she hit me in the solar plexus. <laughs> how do you know what a solar plexus is? She taught us about it. <laughs> <laughs> A very good teacher. Very good. <laughs> no, so I, I can understand that because you think of black jackets and the because they were called the greasers, weren't they? Yeah, the greasers. Yeah, where they had the slick back hair mm. and everything. And you think, yeah, they, they're going to knock you out if you mm. look at them funny. But the the story was a very good exercise in learning. Not everyone is what they look like on the outside. Mm. Yeah, it was just it was amazing. So that's where I was like, cool. And that I actually got into writing and wanting to write books like that okay. because of it. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Have mm. you written anything uh, I've written that you consider very quite significant or anything that you've really been fond of? Yes, I've only posted things on. I actually got a girlfriend based on because she read <laughs> oh. my stuff. And I she's an animator. Right. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah. So I watched her stuff, and I was 
uh, following her on Twitter, and then I was posting things, and she saw, she read it, and saw I was following her, and started talking to me, and now we've been dating for two and a half years. So, yeah. Was she cool. New Zealand based? No, <laughs> she's in America. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's not great, but yeah. yeah stuff will calm down eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and until then, you've got Twitter. Yeah. You do have Twitter. Lovely, lovely Twitter. Oh, yeah. Where nothing bad ever happens. Yeah, Twitter's fun. And nothing's ever a lie on mm. Twitter. It's all 100% yeah. the truth. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> so, yeah, you totally stole my question. Well, mine was worded ever so slightly different. was just, um, but it was like to the same, what pieces of media have impacted mm. your way of oh. thinking? Yeah, is there also a song or a movie? Because they come under literacy, we've decided. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. comes under. That's the beauty of it. I the think you guys, I have, you, you guys have just nailed it. Because yeah. you're just like, everything yeah. comes everything under Everything, pretty yeah. much. I mean, films need a script. Yeah. yeah that's... Yeah. I mean, we did interview Rob, who is a ghost cookbook writer. Yes. Did not know that was a job until not I met a, not Rob. That he, that's incredible. Not that he's what? a ghost and he, write co- he writes cookbooks. No. So that- <laughs> He writes cookbooks for famous people, so yes. he's not credited anywhere. Yeah, 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 ghostwriting, yeah. It's like so weird that that's a job. Yeah. The the big question that I had to ask him was, uh, was why don't they do it themselves? And I was, I was, I don't know if I was hoping or just expecting like a really big answer. He just said, oh, they don't have the time. And I was like, well, that's that question gone. <laughs> yeah. That's my big one and it's burned out now. <laughs> So, so what about you? Film, theatre, perhaps? Oh, I, I haven't gotten into... I have, I like some musicals and things like that, but I haven't actually been to a theatre show or anything like Stick that before. Stick around long enough and we'll rope you into Theatre Hawks Bay. <laughs> Okie doke. <Yeah. laughs> that sounds fun. I got awesome. free tickets just for being her friend. Pretty much. <laughs> Love yeah. that. Foot rock flats. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't use my free tickets because I was backstage mm. doing the set, so I got to give two friends my tickets, yeah. which oh. was really nice. Cool. Nice night out. Yeah. Our next show, if anyone's interested, is My Husband's Nuts. There is an apostrophe, apostrophe so it's like, my husband is nuts, but we like to pretend it's about someone's husband's nuts. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and that is... It makes conversations so much oh, more yeah. entertaining. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun afterwards. So have you seen My Husband's Nuts? Oh, yes, I've seen My yep. Husband's Nuts. <laughs> yeah. that, someone said that in one of our board meetings. They're like, oh, has anyone actually seen My Husband's Nuts? More like, <laughs> Natalie, only you should have seen your husband's oh, nuts. Oh, no. <laughs> I can just imagine her looking around and going, oh, you're a bunch of children. <laughs> I sh- her mind's normally one of the first in the gutter, so the fact she didn't like, click on right. was oh, actually even that. more funny. <laughs> well, it's like when yeah. you accidentally make a pun, and you hate puns. I hate puns. And I don't mean to. And it's annoying when it happens. <laughs> she doesn't mean to. I don't even usually know I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A likely story. <laughs> anyway, back vaguely on topic. Yes. Uh, so, have you have you ever thought about writing about your own experiences? Um, like in a sort of own voices story way. Like yes. I interviewed someone last month called Anna Waitley, and she did a whole. She's um, neurodivergent, so she wrote a whole book about um, a bisexual girl who has um she's on the autism spectrum she has adhd and a whole collection of other things sort of thing and it's her kind of story sort of thing but it wasn't directly her story also mark sweet i don't know if he's a local havelock north writer and his whole um book the history speech is based on his own childhood and he calls upon things from that yes so, yeah yep. so rather than a memoir maybe something like that would be quite cool his his one was quite interesting when you were talking to him about it because he was changing people's names mr this and yeah. mr that 
uh, very sort of quirky names that, oh no, those people were real. Mm. <laughs> mm. There was stuff we talked about afterwards that we didn't film as well because it was like, oh, that's controversial. Every time I find out that someone's, it's kind of like inspired by their past or whatever, mm. I just want to know who the people are yeah. based on. When they're like, yeah. oh yeah, they're based on real people. Yeah. Like, who? Do I know them? Who? <laughs> uh, Lil O'Brien, when you were talking to her about um, her book, Not That It, Not That It Kiss a Girl, is mm-hmm. that what yep. it was? Yep. Uh, because Google was very uncooperative because I thought, no, it's Not That I'd Kiss a Girl, but a couple of sources were saying... Uh, not that I had kissed a girl. And I thought, you you guys are terrible at writing your books. <laughs> you can't even get the title right. Come on. Uh, she she said that um, she spoke to a few people mm. because it was very much about her life mm. directly. Uh, and she she said that she spoke to a few people to say, hey, I'm going to be doing this. Mm. But a few people, she said, no, I never... <laughs> they found out. She said, they, they're going to find out if they listen to this. <laughs> That was that was that was fun to listen mm. to. But I'd, I'd probably I wouldn't like get people's permission or anything. I might give the odd person a heads up, going, mm. "By the way, by the way, <laughs> done this books coming out yeah. tomorrow. Good <laughs> luck. Here's your twenty four hour. You can leave the country now. Yeah. It's like most people won't know it's you unless they know me. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. And hopefully the people that you make friends with aren't the sort who go after people. Mm, yeah. Uh, one can hope. <laughs> uh, one of the things that you mentioned when talking to Lil is that you resonated quite a lot with Not That I'd Kiss a Girl. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, I didn't have, like, I mean, I wasn't, she came out to her parents in a way that was not great because she was outed, she accidentally outed herself, basically, which was... Less than ideal in that situation. I came out willingly to my parents, mm-hmm. so that was a lot different. But just the emotions and stuff as you go right. through it and stuff, it was very similar to that. And I've sold the book to quite a few people who are like uh, teenagers, mm-hmm. but like bearing my age and stuff like that, who are going through that and told parents to read it as well because I think it's important for them. It's worth reading, yeah. Mm, yeah, it's brilliant. To educate. Yeah, that's what it is. It's very educational. I got kind of nervous because I'm like, I don't want parents to, because there's like some sexual stuff in there and I'm like, right. I don't want the parents to think I'm trying to I be really big on the whole gay agenda thing and convert all these small baby gays. But like, because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> But yeah, like, <laughs> I don't have the power to turn someone gay, so like, <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I, uh, love, I love it when people use the term <clears throat> turned gay or turned bi. It's like, you, you don't turn, you you yeah, just are. You I just discover. am. Yeah. yeah, it's not like anything's changed or snapped in yeah. you, you know, it just always was there. You just feel like telling people now. Yeah. <laughs> I had this amazing customer come in and she was like, so frantic it was she was she's my favorite person like of all time almost she just comes in and she's like my daughter's like questioning her like her um like her identity and things like that and i don't know anything and she keeps telling me off for like saying all these things like i can't say normal now because apparently normal is not pc or something like that and she was just like she wanted all of the books on all of the things and stuff like that and it was brilliant and she I gave her not that I'd kiss a girl to look at and she was like reading the blurb and her face just went completely livid at the description on the back right. because it says like she came out to her parents and then her parents mm-hmm. kicked her out of the house and right. she was just like, I would never do that sort of thing. And she went on these, oh, she asked me some great questions as well. Like she found out I was bisexual and she asked me, 
oh, so does that mean you date multiple people at once? No, I do no, not. No, poly. that's Polly. And then I had to explain Polly to her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "We cannot tell my husband about that." <laughs> like, he, he does might get ideas. <laughs> yeah, but it was so like she was so sweet, and like everything was so earnest and came from a good place but she just asked these questions and you're like oh gosh oh no you know i, I do love that she was trying to understand yeah. instead of just going i don't know what you're talking about and like pushing mm. her child away she's yeah. like no i want to know i want yeah. to get it right that's why i thought it was so cool yeah. <laughs> was and amazing. every every kind of education starts with asking questions yeah exactly yeah. yes because yeah. i think her daughter was 14 so at that mm. age where I mean, I when I was 14, my parents said anything bad. I just attacked them right. for it. So I think yeah, the daughter was at that age as well, sort of thing. Okay. So she was kind of nervous to talk to her daughter about it. Mm. I was just like, just talk to me about it because yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. This is why I work in a bookshop. Yeah. <laughs> Guidance counselor by proxy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fantastic, though. Mm. It, but it, I'm really happy for that for that young girl. Yeah. She's got a mum that really cares about yeah. her well being. Yeah. Mm. And that she that she doesn't go she doesn't have that reaction of, Oh hey, please don't say that and she doesn't say, Oh, you darn kids. <laughs> she hasn't had that reaction. She said, Okay, I wanna know why. I yeah. wanna understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, she was just very upset because she didn't want to upset her daughter yeah, at all. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's all good. Yeah, we'll, fi- we'll fix that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll explain what gender fluid is to you. It's fine. Yeah, like, they almost need to come out with a dictionary. Yeah, right that's now. what she was saying. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, just explain all of it. Because I mean, yeah. even, even I don't know what some of the terms mean now. It's like, you know, Google. It's like, someone get me a dictionary. I can put it in my handbag. Mm-hmm. Cool. A friend It'd of mine work. said, um, just in passing, I don't know what the conversation was. And she just said in passing, oh, you know, I'm ace. And I just said, Hold on. <laughs> I, I said to her, I think I know what you mean. Mm. What is it? And she said, asexual. And I was like, aha, good. Okay. I'm not quite as stupid as I thought. It's good to clarify, though. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I've started just defaulting to they, them all the time now. Mm, yeah. Uh, mm. Until someone tells me different. All right, cool. You're a they. <laughs> <laughs> no one's told me off for that yet. Yep. So I'll... Yep. Because I'm not, I'm not out to upset people or annoy <sighs> people. I was as a kid. I was just. I was really happy when I annoyed anyone. But <laughs> I. I don't do this, for instance, to upset people. Mm. I do it to speak to interesting people yeah. and learn mm. things. And yeah, it's not worth living your life just trying to upset people. It, it never goes well. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah. no. It usually goes well for the other person because they go bye bye. I don't need you anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. it's like you're hot around with a red flag saying, "Hey, you should leave. You should yep. not be near me." <laughs> Uh, so, uh, one of the things, I've just got it written down here, I can't remember exactly why, the luxury of having your guard down. You mentioned that on one Ooh. of the episodes. I think, <laughs> I think it was Pop it was quiz. likely with the interview with Lil O'Brien. Possibly, yeah. And uh, I th- it, it's related to uh, some people do have that, mm. mostly... Straight people yes, have the luxury of letting their guard down. Yeah. I think it's a thing all people who aren't minorities can mm-hmm. sort of have. Like, for, my, my father is Cook Island Māori. Well, he's uh, Cook Island Māori and white sort of thing, but mm-hmm. passes as Cook Island Māori. So he gets... He and my older sister, who's also more brown than I am, get um, sort of... Like just these microaggressions of people following them in stores and assuming they're oh, shoplifting and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So I remember, and I remember one of my 
best friends, we went to Kmart. Actually, am I allowed to mention places? Okay. Oh yeah, you can. Okay, <laughs> we do we, all the time. Okay, yeah. we went to Kmart one time, and she clearly had a bag and her receipt in her hand, sort of thing. And the security guard stopped her and searched through her bag because she's mouldy. Whereas I did not have any of these things because I hadn't thought to grab my receipt or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, "Are you gonna?" Are you? I think mm. I did actually have my receipt, but normally I just throw it out straight away. Yeah. And I was just like. Or you're going to check my bag as well because you checked her mm. bag. So why oh, would no, you check? Oh no, this was a yeah. random inspection. Yeah. And he, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I was like, mm. hmm. And it was just I, I ranted about it afterwards. Mm. I was like, I would have. Yeah, that, I was like, how dare he yeah. do that to mm. you? And she was just like, oh, that's just you know, it's just normal. It's yeah. like oh, that's why I had the receipt in my hand and everything because mm-hmm. I knew it was going to happen. Right. And so I think that's the whole luxury of having your yeah. guard because I don't have to, I don't have to think. No, about I that. never have to yeah. think about taking my receipt. Yeah. You just go. I do sometimes think it's like, how do they know that mm. I actually mm. pay for this? Especially yeah. in Kmart, where the checkouts in the middle of the shop yeah. do not understand this yeah. at all. <laughs> but, but my mum hates flying with me when we can fly because every time they do a random mm. drug testing, she's like, "It's not random. You get pulled over every time." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, the tattoos and shaved head don't help." Right. Yeah. Obviously, isn't one, it? One of my relatives would always get pulled up. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know why. She was like stock standard white British woman. Mm, mm. And I thought, why do you always get... And she just said, I don't know. <laughs> Something about it. I don't, yeah. yeah, I have no idea. And because I, I said to the guy once, it's like, these are not random, are they? And he goes, no, they're completely random. It's like, really? Because I've never gone through an airport without one. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. one, one of the things... It's happened a couple of times now where... I I think to myself, do I need the receipt? No, I won't grab the receipt. I'm me. And I went, oh, I get it now. <laughs> because I, I think of things like, oh, look at me. And I'm like, right, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah so it, it was a huge eye-opener, as well as uh, Bo of the Fifth Column. He does great uh, YouTube videos. He lives in uh, Florida. Okay. And he does fantastic commentary videos of all sorts of stuff. And he has that southern look. He's got the oh, beard and mm. the accent and the mm. voice and everything. But he is very progressive, very mm. kind-hearted, does a lot of good things. And he was asked on Twitter one day, hey, could you please put your pronouns in your bio? Mm. And he, I think the first thing he responded was he said, um, I don't know why I would need to, I'm very clearly. Mm. And then he added, he replied to himself and said, Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's to normalize it, to yeah. make it like, yeah. yeah. So after seeing that, I went, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. So I did it for all yeah. of mine as well. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah there's um, a few of the people in the Access Radio community, they've got these in their signature, oh, their yes. pronouns at the bottom. I like the way they've done it. I haven't got around to doing it yet, mm-hmm. but I do think it's because it actually just fits in with where they've got like their job title and their phone number, and then it's just there. Yeah. And you don't think it's weird or anything? Yeah. I was like, no. It's kind of cool. It's starting to become very, very common. Which is awesome. Which is so good. And that was fast. Mm. It was only, Mm. what, four years ago when people first started doing it en masse. Mm. And Mm. now I see it everywhere. And I don't think twice about it. I like that it's quite normal now as well. Like, I don't think it's weird if someone says to me, these are my pronouns. And I go, Mm. what are you talking about? It's like, oh, yeah, sweet, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Now I know how to. Yeah, thanks (laughs) for the heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like. If if you ever meet me, like let me know if if yeah. it's if it's something that you really want me to know. Sweet, let me know. Mm. I, I won't balk at it. Yeah, that would be a very ridiculous reaction to have. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so, in your episode of Coming Out, or now as it's going to be called, The Gay, Gay Agenda. Agenda. So I love that we have the breaking news for yeah. this, I know. <laughs> yeah, um, brilliant. You spoke to Amy, who I think uh, she works yeah, yes. at Wadini Books. <laughs> uh, she said, at one point she says ESQ, uh, like E-S-Q-U-E, yes. and she makes a point of humorously apologising for you for doing that. Why, why did she do that? Do you have a dislike of that too. I don't know, not that I can think of. Was, I'm trying to pull back on remember, this. The, the way that she put it was, she said, it's this esque, and she went, oh my god, I'm so sorry, like, laughed about it, and both of you had a laugh about it, and I thought, oh, that's interesting, because a few people... Might have been, it might have been, oh, was it Handmaid's Tale? Or yes, something? that's yeah, the one. I have a strong dislike for uh, dystopian books that have women very oppressed, basically. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's what I struggled with, so it would have been about that. Right. I said, really did not like that book. She mm. described a book and she she said it's uh, Handmaid's yep. Tale-esque. Cinderella And then is she dead. immediately backed yeah, yeah, Cinderella yeah. is dead. Yep. Yes. Yep. So there's... Which sounds like an awesome book. <laughs> it's say, so I, good. Like, I saw that so book and I was wondering if it was worth reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's probably... It's, I. I haven't read it yet. I do want to read it. It was just, like, I used to, so at work, I don't, I haven't told if Louise listens to this, she's going to be like, oh no. But basically there's like a, me and my manager, Nigel, we just get handed books sometimes. All of us do. Mm -hmm. But with Nigel, it's whenever there's a Asian author, they just give him, and he's not Asian, but they just give him (laughs) Does he like Asian authors? He does, he does, but they'll just everything with everything. They just are like, here you go, you read this book. And he's like, okay, yep. And then for me, it's always, and I don't know why, because I have expressed no interest in it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It's dystopian books about women who are oppressed, and it's always got like Handmaid's Tale-esque on the back. And I'm like... No. That makes me because I I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I get so angry reading and, about mean, them. I'm like, even if you liked it, there's only so many you can read before <laughs> it gets really depressing. Yeah. yeah, like I I read this. I'm not going to name the book because I'll just I just it's a book that every time I think about it, I just have more and more contempt for it. When you finished time. it, did you throw it across the room? Because I've done that to a book before. No, because I didn't realize how much I hated it until like a couple weeks later, and I was like, no, I hated that. That was awful. <laughs> I have had books like that. Mm. And then you wish you could go back. Like, you return it to the library or something. It's like, oh, I want to go back and punch it. <laughs> yeah. The sequel's just come out. I'm like, no. <laughs> Don't even look at it. That me. would be an interesting side. Yes, I'd like to get this book out, please. Now look out the window. And just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you Stomping go. Stomping on it. <laughs> but yeah, I just, that, so that was what that was about. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought it was, because some people have just an aversion to certain words. No. Yeah. Like the word moist. Some people yeah. just really don't like that word. I don't understand how people don't like it. It's mm. just a word. It's just a word. It's a hilarious word. But then word. I love the word quirky and I don't know why. Oh, yeah. There's just something about that word that makes me go, ah, I love it. I, I like vacuous. I like juxtaposition. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't spell it, but I like it. Rebecca would love you. This is one of my favourite words as well. Mm. Rebecca Lagos is the reason that I know what it means. <laughs> I like the fact they went for like a nice, simple word and you guys go with complicated. Oh, yeah, it's a good word. It's got Q in it. which yeah, is like one of it's, it's the best letter. Speaking of Qs, have you read or, or seen the book? I think it's called 1Q84. No. It's... I hesitate to call it. Oh, no, I have seen it. I can see the... The cover, but I don't know what I it's about. I think it's by a South Korean author, I think. Okay. Uh, and it's sort of like, I hesitate to say Orwellian, because anything that mm. vaguely resembles ni- the actual 1984 is good. Oh, it's Orwellian. Mm. <laughs> but it has that sort of dystopian feel to it. But it also has 
a bunch of sci-fi. It's like a sci-fi 1984 oh. where parallel dimensions and all this Love crazy it. stuff goes mm. on where I think it's the main character gets into a taxi cab and when they get out, they in, they're, they're in a different version of Earth. Ooh. And so they're doing all these things and they're like, I don't know who you are. How do you know who I am? I do work here actually. <laughs> and they're like, no, we've never seen you before in our life. And it's got this crazy, yeah, it's a book that I've been, uh, I've been looking forward to reading for some time. Cool. I've got an, an absolutely huge list, yeah. but yeah. Uh, I, I read more Dungeons and Dragons adventures more than I read actual books. <laughs> Because yeah. I run a lot of them, <laughs> and I write a lot of them, so yeah. I'm usually just rereading my own stuff. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so when when we interviewed Louise, mm. she said that Sam Neill once came into the store. Yes. And I she got there. really starstruck. Yes. Have you had anyone come into the store where you had, where it really caught you off guard? Um, oh, there was Guy Williams came in once, oh. which was cool. He was real chill, uh-huh. which was cool. I, I'm not like a... Super fan or any like I think he's he's pretty yep. like funny and things like that was kind of cool. I was like oh, I know you. Yeah. So there's like been people like that. Um, Amanda Palmer comes in from time to time. Yep. yep she, well, she lives here. Yeah, she lives here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she comes. I mean, in she sometimes. picked a good country to chill in. Yeah. She did. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's been pretty cool because I've got a couple of her songs. So I thought that was exciting. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize her until she left. The, so that was actually probably like a starstruck sort of moment. Right. Like, she's was leaving. That, yeah. That yeah, I, I did actually. I turned to Adele and I was like, because she said her name, and I was right. like, wait a second. <laughs> it's not that. No, because I didn't know she was in the country, because this was like last oh, year, yeah. so I didn't know for a fact she was in the country. A lot of people were hugely surprised when they mm-hmm. found out that Neil Gaiman had been here as well. Yeah, I they, was gutted. If I'd known that, I would have been door knocking all same. through Havelock. Mm. I, was, I was so sad. Oh, I want to meet that man so much. <laughs> His, his stuff is amazing. Mm, I, yes. I, I cut my teeth on The Sandman. Oh, okay. Uh, because a friend of mine uh, just said to me, hey, you'd really like this thing. And he his internet handle, he had made it Morpheus. And I said, Are you, do you just really like The Matrix? And he said, no, 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 let me show you something. <laughs> and he showed me it and I was immediately hooked. Yep. They're doing a, a whole audio radio play wow. for The Sandman. Well, they exciting. have people, they have James McAvoy voicing Morpheus, I think. Of Cat Dennings playing Death, which is I going can to be see fun. that. Yeah, should be good. Uh, she uh, she plays one of the girls on Two Broke Girls. Uh, she's the not blonde one. Oh yes, yes. I can't remember. What, and so she's what also in was... Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I was literally about to say, oh, the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I am gay. Okay. I, I was. <laughs> I was also about to say that, but I thought. <laughs> I'll let you take the bullet. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> I like her in other roles better. Mm. Right. Yeah. She mm. did a great job in Thor. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, she was mm. so good. Meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, back on, maybe not famous, but important people that mm. come into the shop. Are you ever kind of shocked at their book selection? Do you go, wow, I didn't think you would have read that? Mm. Um, or even just people in general, do you accidentally prejudge them as they come in, they get some books and you think, oh, I wouldn't have paid you for that sort of book. Oh, um, not some some things that people ask us if we have in stock. That sometimes, like I remember my first day working in the Napier store, some a guy came in and he was just like, "Do you have any sex books?" And I was like, "No, we don't." What, what <laughs> please, do you mean by sex books? <laughs> and just like stared at me for an uncomfortably long time, and I was like, "I did not like that. That oh, was not dear. fun." <laughs> 
of weird people like mm, that when yeah. I used to work at the DVD store. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your films? And I'd just go, I know what <laughs> I know what you mean. I was never asked that working in the library. <laughs> Maybe I just looked too young. I don't know. <laughs> Where are the medical books? Mm, no. I did get, because uh, in Inglewood, the black power and stuff just wander around because it's when I was growing up, it was kind of like a truce area, so they didn't fight. And one of the guys used to come in quite a lot. And the first time he came in and he wanted to know where the philosophy books were, I was like, like philosophy, not motorbike? <laughs> then I just got used to it. He'd get out like the real big philosophy books, bring them back in like three mm-hmm. weeks, get mm. some more out. And I was like, you're probably quite an intelligent man. Mm. It's all the facial tattoos that make me not want to serve you. Again, it's outside the, of outside yeah. Of the it's yeah. Yeah. Mm. But they're always so pleasant. You're walking down the road, they say hi and everything, yeah. and it's like, I don't know why people are scared yeah, of these if people. You say, if you say hi to them, they will say hi back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe the other day, when during really busy traffic, I was trying to cross the road, a mm-hmm. couple of mongrel mob men stopped so I could cross the road oh. in front of them. I was like, that's awesome. oh, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I had an encounter like that when I used to work at Countdown, and it was about 9.30 at night, mm. so we were getting ready to close up, and there was a single guy, just one dude came in, he was patched up, everything... And uh, he came walking towards me, and I was 15, 16 at the time, so I went, oh no, it's late at night, and it's a very obvious gang member, I'm going to die tonight. <laughs> but no, he, he walked up and he said, oh, excuse me, sir, could you tell me where the eggs are? And I said, yeah, they're down there. Oh, thank you very much, have a great night. And that immediately blew away yeah. all preconceived. Yeah. I was just like, am I dreaming? <laughs> what just occurred? But yeah, that was it. a really, really lovely experience. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, so, we we ask this question every time. What is a question that you always wish that you would be asked, oh. but no one ever does? Oh, gosh, that's a... We get great answers. We do oh, get great no. answers. What Except we... for from Lou, who couldn't think of anything, I even though of... Gareth had pre-warned her about the question. Oh, no. Oh, what did Rob say? He talked about um, if... Uh, his favourite movie director. He wanted to be asked who his favourite movie Oh, no, that was Jeremy, was. I think. Oh no, it was Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy the poet wants to be asked who his favourite movie director yeah. is, and he never is. It's like, well, no, because yeah. everyone talks about your poetry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rebecca wanted to be asked, would you like a sandwich? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. practical. Yeah. <laughs> I oh no, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I have no idea what my what answer about you is. It's such yeah. a good question. <laughs> what What would a question? Yeah, I, what, what do you never get asked, but you'd, uh, you'd like to be asked? I, if I want to be asked something and people don't, I usually just tell them the answer anyway. Mm-hmm. Be like, not that you asked me, but. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes the info. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm shooting yeah. myself in the foot because I can't think of one for me either. Okay. I, no. I would need to put in some extra thought into it. Well, next week, guys, tune in and I'll ask Luke. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that means that it would, it would no longer be a question that I'm never asked. No. Mm. no. It's why... It's why we never ask it back. We just go, oh, thanks for answering. And then yeah. we move on. No. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of feel like if there was a question I wanted to be asked, but I never was, mm. it would be something I'd want to know an answer to, but I didn't know an answer oh. to. Oh, that makes sense. And then I'd be hoping that if the person asked me, they'd be able to go, oh, no, well, this is the answer, since uh-huh. you didn't know. Mm. What is the meaning of life? Well. <laughs> well, no, I, I already know my meaning of life. My meaning of life is to bring joy and entertainment to mm. others. That's a lovely meaning. And I do it quite well. Mm. I don't think that's yeah. what my meaning of life is. That's just what I want to be able to do. <laughs> mm. I think I'm too absurdist to like have a meaning of life. Oh, absurdism is great. Oh. I love it. 
that was what I did yeah. for every single art project I did. They were like, what's what's the point of this? I'm like, well, it's absurdism, so there is no meaning. I did not get on with my art teacher. I was terrible at art. Yeah. I, we were told when we started, no one fails third form art. <laughs> and I failed third form no! art. So you took it as a challenge. Yeah. I didn't mean to take it as a challenge. It just kind of happened. I, I was terrible at art both academically and practically. Because we were told, draw this in, in landscape. Uh, we set out the back of the field and we were told to draw the other side of the field at school. And me, as a little kid who loved war games and video games and stuff, <laughs> I was drawing little cannons oh. and little people up on them. And I got really told off for it. And my retort was, I thought you said that it was art and we can draw what we want. Mm. I got detention. I got She's told not like that answer. I got told off once and almost put on detention when I drew... I thought it was quite a creative piece. It was a little stick man holding a knife dripping blood. It was the <laughs> best piece of art I'd ever done. <laughs> English teacher did not agree. You should, you should have titled it The Death of Communism. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was what was missing. was a clever, snappy title. I think in... I mean, I'd got a degree in art, so like, <laughs> I, I'd hope I could draw or something. Either that or everyone just believes the absurdism side of things. Yeah, it was... Hard, but yeah, <laughs> like, it was just such an easy sell point. It was just like, yes, Albert Camus, ha ha ha. Yeah. Um, but... I think in third form art, they made us draw trees just mm. every day. Uh, we had like, fruit, a yeah. lot of fruit. I just ended up drawing a tree on fire mm-hmm. in protest because mm-hmm. I was so in angry. <laughs> the, the only assignment in third form art that I did really well on, like full marks, was when we had to design a race car. Fucking blew that oh. away. Brilliant at that. <laughs> I turned, uh, do you remember Fact File? Ooh, I don't. I don't know vaguely. if you might have done it at school, where you were given a subject and you had to make a two-page spread of a, of a to- of the topic they gave you, uh, or a topic. Mm. Uh, the ones that they gave us, I did not put any effort into. But when they said you can choose it, oh man, <laughs> I put on so much work into it. <laughs> the one that I put the most work into was my Doctor Who one, Ooh. because I the I think New Who, New Doctor Who, had either just come out no i think it was a little bit late i think my dad had gotten me into it and he said yeah i'll give you a hand and i'm i ended up making a four page spread and an interactive dalek and tardis <laughs> as well as it, i got these uh, little colored packets and wrote uh like basically like a wikipedia entry before wikipedia was a thing well, not before it was a thing it was in burgeoning stages about all of the different people and you could pull it out a little slip and the Dalek, you could move the head. That's awesome. <laughs> that it's is so pretty cool. cool. Uh, I think I've still got it. We had, we had to carve a hole in the book, though. Uh, oh. Because it was 3D. Yeah. It was a three-dimensional. We used some of my toys to attach them together. And, yeah. yeah That's great. I feel like it's like a lesson to teachers to let kids pick their own oh, topic. Because yeah. yeah. if you give them something boring, they're going to do crap at it. Mm. Yeah. They're just not going to engage. It's like with um, parents coming as well, and their kids want, like something that's below their reading level or something or they want comics mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that I'm like there's nothing wrong with that they're reading that's <laughs> fine my mum still has a small issue with how much young adult books I read oh, they're fun and it's like but I love young adult <laughs> yeah, books fun. they're so entertaining and fun and they've actually usually got better messages than growing up books yeah. which are just don't cheat on or your just drama. <laughs> I, I hold a lot of young adult books mm. very close to my heart yeah have you Alex read Rider. Six of Crows I've heard the name 
You guys no. should read Six of Crows. Is that a series or a standalone? It's two books. Okay, so I can do two books. Yeah, it's just, it's my favourite book series of all time. And Sell it to us. Yeah. So it's basically six misfits, and they're like thrown together to complete a heist where they have oh. to break someone out of prison so oh, they can get $30 million. <laughs> and it's fantasy as well, so there's like some fantasy. magic powers in there as well. They're just making a Netflix thing of it, and I'm terrified. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have the internet and I can't watch it. <laughs> I'll get it, I'll bring it up. No, oh. I, I will remove Musketeers from your watching. Okay, okay cool, yeah, I rescind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's so good, it's so much fun. The main character is such he's like he's kind of evil and i kind of mm. i'm here for it like yeah. he's just okay. i like good evil characters mm. or and i especially like the ones that not necessarily evil not really good just that's him. in it for whatever they can get kind of thing he likes money and he wants he wants yeah. money and he wants revenge yep and he's like against slavery so that's kind of his good point right. <laughs> it's yep. pretty much so you're like oh yeah you're all right yeah. I, I like <laughs> anti-villain and anti anti-villain and anti-hero characters yeah they're, they're really interesting anti-villains are great mm. because there are very few of them yeah I think what's a good one? Oh, um <laughs> turns it around I you. like it yeah. <laughs> well done I I'm sure I'll be able to find them if I had time but I was I don't. Say, as soon <laughs> as we the stop the recording we'll get oh, out yeah. Yeah. and we'll be like oh yeah. I know the question it. that I want to be <laughs> asked for, <laughs> yeah. for, for people who, who don't um, know the concept of the because there's the anti-hero mm. where they're just the worst, but they they work for the greater good. Yeah. Uh, for go- comic book viewers and readers, Deadpool. Yeah. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. They're like, hey, we need your help. And so and he's like, like the best. He's like, ah, oh, fine. Whereas an <laughs> anti-villain will do awful things because I have to. I'm mm. sorry. Mm. I have to do this. Oh yeah, I do like and that. And I like anti-villains more than anti-heroes. That's fair. Because it's that kind of tragic. You understand why they're doing it, but you mm. still go, why did you have to do they it? They also make me wonder what I would do if I had to. Like, how far yeah. would I go if, say, someone took my brother and said, we're going to kill him if you don't do this? Mm. It's like, I'd probably do a lot that I don't mm. think I'd do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanos, once yeah. again, comic books, he did the most horrific thing. He mm. snapped half of the universe out of existence because he goes, I need to. Mm. I'm saving you yep. all. Mm. I need to do this. And they're like, what are you talking <laughs> about? But he firmly believes. Yeah. Because no villain is ever the bad guy in their yeah, own story. Yeah, they're That's not. The thing. In their story, they are not the bad yeah. guy. Mm. One of my favorite, um, what's the term, subversions of the bad guy is uh, in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign run by a guy called Matt Colville. His big bad guy is Ajax the Invincible. Okay. And he dresses in like golden finery and he's got blonde hair, blue eyes and he looks glorious. And when someone asked why, Matt said because he thinks that he's the good guy. Yeah. I'd wear like Actual royal Actual bad guys wouldn't wear, silver. you know, dark gothic clothes. <laughs> yeah. We go, ha 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 ha, ha. Yeah. Really good villains are like, no, I'm... I'm the good guy. Why are you fighting this? Yes. That they believe they're doing what needs That's to be right. done and what's right. Mm. Yeah. Like the Eragon series? Did you guys read that? I never read it. Or yeah. I, I had plenty of friends who did and yeah. then plenty of friends also who complained about the film. I had yes, a lot of intentions <laughs> of reading it and yeah. it just... They never... It was back when I was working in the library mm. and they never had them all at the same yeah. time. And yeah. I kept thinking if I get one and then that one's out mm. then I'm going to have to wait and it's going to yeah. be a pain and... 
never tied itself up so that I could get them all out at the mm. same time. Once Cherub came out, no one was getting the Alex Ryder books out. <laughs> That's when you were like, my turn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're doing like a TV show and everything for it now. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just had its season one. And for season two, they're going to be putting in my favorite villain from all the books, Damien Cray. Ooh. Played mm. by oh, I can't remember his name, uh, but he plays very, very good bad guys. Okay, I'm very excited about that. And it's all I don't think Anthony Horowitz is the showrunner, but he is part of. That's the, always mm. good. Uh, he he's he's he does like horror and murder mysteries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we've got him. <laughs> and he's yeah forgets. really popular too because I follow him on Twitter and we chat sometimes. Oh, I yeah, love it. Because I respond and I'm just like, oh yeah, that was a, you know, uh, he tweets about something about the show and I say, oh, this was awesome in the books and he just says, oh, I'm really glad that you liked that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so much easier now to get famous yeah. people to respond. I used to write letters to Nathan Astle. He's a cricket, he used to be a black cat mm. cricketer. Okay. He would respond, I still have all the letters he wrote <laughs> me, including that I'm really sorry I can't come to your 14th birthday party. Oh. <laughs> That he took the time to write that, though. Oh, he answered all my questions. I used to know so much about him. Like, his favourite chewing gum, his favourite dessert, his favourite movie. Like, everything. Because I'd ask, and he would answer. I love and that. At this point, yeah. you could probably make, like, a 60 Minutes documentary <laughs> and expose it's probably him. probably all changed by now. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, for a teenager, it's actually, it was... There's something nice about getting the letters mm. back. Because right, yeah. the first one I sent didn't expect to get anything. I just thought, oh, you know, be a little bit of a fangirl. And then he wrote yeah. back. I was like, oh, he wrote back. <laughs> you'd, you'd be more in the know about this than likely either of us. Definitely myself. Andy Griffiths. Does he still release books? The uh, the He's, old Just Tricking and Just Crazy and all those books? He does um, the Treehouse series. Uh, oh, it's like the 10,000 floor treehouse. Yeah, it's like, like it, it goes up in increments of 13, so I think oh, okay. they're on to 130 storage. So him and... Oh, wow. I Terry Denton? Terry Denton, yeah. yes. Mm. Ter- right. Terry was the illustrator. Yeah, so they do those together. Because I was like, oh, Andy Griffiths. I, only, I don't... I know of the Just Joking in books like mm. that, but I'm more familiar with the... Tre- yeah, so he still does those. His Just books are super <laughs> old now. Mm. I have... Two of them I have just discussing and just tricking, which is signed by Andy Griffiths because he came to one of the schools years and years and years ago. And we were told that he had said, hey, if the kids bring the books that they own, I will sign them. So I have a just tricking book with his uh, signature, which then trails down into a picture of a bum. (laughs) <laughs> because that was the com- that was his comedy. Yeah. He did Bummageddon, The Day My Bum Went Psycho, and yeah. all that. So as a young absurd. kid, it's brilliant. Yeah. So I, I treasured that book for reasons unbeknownst to myself. <laughs> but I, I took a picture of it one day because I, saw, I thought, I wonder if he's on Twitter. And I took a picture of it, sent a picture of me holding up the book to him. <laughs> and he said, oh, yeah, I remember when I went to that school. <laughs> I'm not going to name the school, obviously, but yep. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, he remembers. That's awesome. Or does he? I, I was going to say, or did he just say that? It's, but whatever way, it's cool yeah, that he responded. That, yeah. that he responded, yeah. Um, and he did say, I'm really happy that you kept the book and mm, stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, parasocial relationships, they're difficult things. Mm. Yeah. So we've, we've asked you a whole bunch of questions. Yes. Do you have any that you want to fire back at us? I've been like asking little ones along the way, but not like... <laughs> That's fine, you're like nicely sneaking them in there. <laughs> it's awesome. Um... What can I think of? You can cut this, me, me deliberating. Probably, <laughs> probably one. It's way more entertaining Dang to leave it, it in. Yeah, okay, sure. Just start hitting the table, <laughs> and then it'll force her to. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, okay, maybe like what what books have influenced you guys then? Which you've probably been asked before in the things, but I didn't we hear it. So. I, have you got I, any in mind at, at first? I have a lot that I like reading. I don't know if they've influenced me mm. as such. I think you mentioning it without knowing it until today, mm. probably, I think The Outsiders probably influenced mm. me, oh, having, okay. having studied mm. it. I reckon it had like a little subconscious thing that loosened the valve of expectations of people outwardly. Mm. Uh, the Raging Quiet, I, I think about that book a lot. Okay. Uh, have you, I don't know if you've ever read it. Very, very good book. I highly recommend it. It's set during uh, the uh, witch trials. Mm. And it's about a girl who gets accused mm. for reasons which I won't spoil. <laughs> really good book. Go read it. And that helped me, I think, sort of understand... It's spoiling a little bit, but still go and read it. I think it helped me understand people with disabilities more. Okay. Mm. Um, as well as my cousin is disabled. Mm. Uh, and so I grew up with, with him. Uh, and I think he had a big influence. But reading that book, seeing it like written down on paper that I can keep going back to different parts during the book, I think, yeah, that probably impacted me quite a bit. I don't, like, I, I wouldn't say this influenced my life, just my reading habits. But I, one year's quite a few years ago now, I decided I'd read a Western because it was one genre I hadn't really read. Mm. It was a J.T. Etzen one. And it actually, it kind of got me out of my, I'm only going to read fantasy. Mm. And since then, I've read so many different genres and I'm more willing to just pick up a book and go, might not be me, but I'll give it a go. We'll see Mm. what happens. Awesome. So, yeah, I've still got it as well. (laughs) There's one random Western sitting (laughs) on my shelf. As, as part of the wrap-up, because when I heard you talk about this on uh, on your show, whatbooknext.co.nz... Yes! You need to talk to Adele! Because <laughs> it's worth... It was very enthusiastic, yeah. guys. Mm. Um, have you got a few words to say about it here so we can get some out? First things first, I got the bloody address name wrong on oh, my no. thing, and I realised after the fact. So it's whatbooknext.com, not .co.nz. Oh, okay. um, yeah. You should totally have Adele on the show. I was mm-hmm. like, she would love it. Awesome. Um... But <laughs> so yeah, she just talks about um, children's books that she reads because she reads so much more than all of us. It mm-hmm. makes us all look bad. To be fair, kids' books are shorter than all the yeah. other books. Yeah, she so she and she's also got her audio books yeah. on all the time. So whenever she's out right. gardening or driving, she has oh, that so on just, as well. Like it's insane. I I thought in the weekend I need to get onto this audio book thing because I was mm. trying to decide whether I wanted to read my book or do my crochet, and I was yeah. like, oh, I wish you could read a book and craft at the same time. And mm. then my brain's like, I think <laughs> I think there's a thing for this. What you like the libraries have yeah. a really good audio book selection, okay. so that's they like do. if you want because that's what Adele does, and she I, I keep meaning to go do it as well, but mm. I never do because I'm lazy, but. <laughs> Yeah, she always just gets, and she'll be like, oh, I've got Where the Crawdads Sing on audiobook and stuff I like that. Very good all, things about that, that book yeah. went all the way around my book group, got to me, read the back. I was like, no, <laughs> stop that trend. Yeah. The Western hasn't done too much. It hasn't done everything it could have. It's done a fair change. Right. Mm. So, yeah, whatbooknext.com. Yeah, it's great. It's basically like, um, it's for kids, so they can search out books that they want to read. Um, by words that they use. So if they like spooky books, they can just put in the word spooky Ooh, and it okay. tracks things down. Is for it them kids like only that. or kids and young adults? Kids and young things. adults. So yeah. So there's young adult reads on there. She's got an LGBT section as well. Ooh. I've got her to read a lot of LGBT stuff. She would be anyway, but yeah. I'm owning that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would take the credit if I was you. Yeah. 
so I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a really good site. You should, yeah, you guys should get her on yeah. the show because she's awesome. Awesome. Mm. We, I'm sure we can arrange that. Yeah. Mm. And lastly, anything you want to plug? My radio show. Radio show. <laughs> the, gay the Gay Agenda. The Gay Agenda, formerly known as Coming Out. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, Wardini Books. <laughs> Napier, the be- I have Lock North, the best bookstores in New Zealand. Which one out Proven. of the two do you think is the best? Napier, because I work there. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been to the Napier one. It's bigger. Is it? <laughs> it's like, probably we've got the same amount of stock, but we've got more room Ooh. and things like that. But it's, I really like the Napier store. I like the customers and things like that. Yeah. They're really cool. I'll be in Napier on Friday. Maybe I'll pop in. Oh, finally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what paid, it's so like. I might pick up a, a book or two. Mm. Uh, yeah. I might finally start to crack into my list. But anyway, yeah. that's probably about all the time we have. That's Pretty all. Much. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for it was fun. <laughs> Usually is in here. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a good time. So this has been the study in literacy. I've been Luke. I was Jill again. And I'm Phoebe. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Take care. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.